Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 29 the path to the gray desert. Dorothy and Mister walked for hours before the large black tower of Krista the Vile became a small rectangle on the horizon. They passed the time by playing I Spy, which Mister absolutely loved, despite being terrible at, and Dorothy absolutely hated. She tolerated the idiot game for thirty-seven minutes before she simply stopped guessing what Mister had spied. At first, he thought she was just taking her time, but after thirty minutes, he realized this was not the case, and the game was over. He would have been hurt by this, but he was understanding of the situation and knew that sometimes he could be more inconvenienced than help, even if he could save her from a murder every once in a while. They passed through hills and valleys, wandered through light, airy orchards, and even crossed a couple of streams. The streams were no deeper than ankle-deep, and Dorothy walked through them as though they were nothing more than a puddle on any given Kansas street after a good rain. Mister, on the other hand, found them to be rather useful. Dorothy, after crossing over the first one and noticing Mister no longer beside her, turned to see her straw-filled companion rolling around in the babbling brook like a pig in mud. What are you doing? she asked, partly joking and partly annoyed at the situation. What on earth are you doing? she asked again, a little louder this time in order to actually get his attention. Mr. stopped at the repeat of the question and stood up immediately. Just, uh... Washing off some of the murder, he said. They both looked down at the water and watched as a small portion of it had become dark red and was already fading to pink before disappearing altogether. Well then, Dorothy replied, gesturing to the stream. By all means. Seems like a good enough place to take a break anyway. She sat down on a large rock and watched as Mr. went back to his splashing and flopping. The unwavering sun held its place over Dorothy and Mister's heads. It was almost as though it had a mind of its own, and just refused to move from its high noon position. It was getting hotter the closer they got to the desert, and in spite of the tower growing larger on the horizon, they knew it was still hours away. The rest of their time was spent by Dorothy answering questions for Mister. She gave him a brief rundown of world history as she knew it, and even if she was wrong, who really cared? He could somewhat comprehend the idea of war. After all, he had heard tales of wars in pre-Wizard Oz. He could not, however, fathom the technological leaps that Dorothy had described. All that intellect? All that work? For killing? he asked, and Dorothy just nodded in return. 
She told him about Kansas, but refrained from going into detail on anything too personal. She did not mention Henry or M, and only made vague references to her mother. She told him of the United States of America and all the silliness of American politics. He laughed, even though he did not really understand anything she was talking about. After so long of wearing a fake smile, he finally had enough and asked the real question that was burning in his straw-filled mind. What is a Jesus? he asked. Dorothy stopped and turned to him. She had temporarily forgotten where she was and looked at him as though he was truly uneducated. And then it dawned on her. There was no Jesus in this land. She wasn't even sure if there was a God, just a so-called wizard and witches and talking scarecrows and, well, you get the idea. There must have been some kind of divine entity in this land, though, she thought. She contemplated this for a few moments before she remembered why she was thinking of it in the first place. Jesus, she said, is not an A. Jesus is, or was, a He. She told him stories of his accomplishments, the ones she could remember from the rare childhood Sunday school sessions, anyway. She told him of how he was born of a virgin. Mister did not see the significance of that. He was born of a spool of thread at the hands of an old woman. She told him of walking on water. Mister was once again unimpressed. He could walk through poisonous flowers with ease, while others would fall into an eternal slumber. Dorothy was not a religious person, but this lack of impression was making her very frustrated. Well, he was brutally tortured, nailed to a large wooden cross, and murdered, and he came back to life three days later. In her mind, she was feeling good. <laughs> Got him, she thought. I've been brutally tortured, nailed to a wooden cross, and I die on a regular basis. And it doesn't take me three days to come back. <sighs> he could heal people. I can heal myself. And I do so more often than I die. Dorothy huffed a little. <sighs> oh, you know, he once cursed a tree and caused it to no longer bear fruit. Can you do that? Mr. winced a little before he replied. Well, no, I guess. But the tin woodman did turn a tree into stone. Fine, said Dorothy. You win. He wasn't impressive, okay? He only did things that no one else in the land could do up to that point, and things that no one else in the land could do after that point. But I get it. He wasn't anything special. Mister, feeling a bit guilty for diminishing her tales of great power, looked at her. Sorry. I, I guess his magic 
was probably just as good as the wizard's. Not magic, Dorothy said, cringing and breathing through her teeth. Miracles. He performed miracles. Well, either way, I didn't mean to upset you. Forget it. I wouldn't expect anyone in Oz to understand anyway. And with that, the two of them continued on their way in silence.